Bard Rock Cafe is brought to you by SassyGamers.com and viewers like you. Links to Sassy Gamers, our Patreon, and our social media accounts can be found in the show notes. Previously on Bard Rock Cafe, our heroes woke up caged with all their stuff missing. After breaking free, they explored a pitch-dark dungeon in search of their missing stuff. After a scuffle with some of their goblin captors, they were able to procure some weapons to defend themselves. Can they get their stuff back and find their way out? Find out today on Bard Rock Cafe. Welcome back to episode 18 of Bard Rock Cafe. When we last left off, uh, the party had just escaped captivity, sort of, dealt with a few goblins in their base, made their way downstairs into the basement area, and found the cold storage and a long hallway. And after scavenging some some half-decent weapons off of some goblin corpses... More like quarter-decent. Yeah. Better than unarmed what they had been. They're ready to continue on. So let's see how it goes. Now, real quick, I, how many crossbows and rusty swords do we have from last time? I don't know how many we salvaged, but I'm trying to figure out what we all have to equip ourselves with. I got rusty swords from the suits of armor on the first floor. We got one yes. or two of them. So you have a couple of rusty swords from the, the suits of armor. You have a couple of light crossbows and some bolts and I would say the goblins also probably had a couple of daggers on them. So however you want to divvy that up. I have written down on my character sheet, temporary crossbow. So I think I, I took a crossbow. Can I have a crossbow? <laughs> Use it apparently. I, I added a crossbow to my character sheet. Okay. I know you guys had added them to your character sheets last time. I know it's been a while since we recorded. But. I did not write it down last time, so that's why, like, I know we had the thing for it. But also, how many daggers? Because at least two of us are proficient with daggers. I would say two. Rook, do you want both, or can I have one? Oh, you should have one. All right, so I took one dagger, and do we have a third crossbow? I don't remember. I'll say go ahead and take a third one. Yeah, I know we killed six goblins. Just how much do we have to work to go get a third crossbow, <laughs> well, I guess is the question. Well, you killed six goblins, but you killed a bunch of them upstairs. Right. But you also okay. killed a bunch downstairs. So I'll say go ahead and take a third crossbow and a third dagger if you would like it. Cool. Alright, I'm good with one dagger if Rook wants the ability to do double wield daggers. I'll just take one dagger. I'm not sure if you know this, but you can use your bonus action to attack with an offhand weapon <laughs> if you're in melee. So just like I'm still remembering oh. all these extra DMs. <laughs> no, rules, that's good so. to know. I was like, just you actually might have more use for it than me. My character, like, I have a dagger in case someone gets up close and personal. I'm mostly going to scream at them and cause damage that way, literally. <laughs> yes, it's a good idea. I, I can, yeah, um, wait, who else wants one if we have three? Well, I think you and I are the ones who would actually have dexterity-based damage dealing right. unless Epi plans on stabbing something with the, like, what's Epi's dexterity? What, uh, Epi's dex is plus one. But it's also the only one of those that I am proficient in. Are you saying that I don't have enough dexterity there, punk? I think you want the rusty longswords we got, champ. All I need is my rusty longsword. Well, personally, if you want to give if you want to give it a shot, as long as we can get the crossbow back, have at it, man. I wanna see how you can do. I don't even think I can pull the trigger! My finger can't even fit through the circle! Thingamabob, whatever this thing is called. 
Which, quick note, the rusty longswords do have minus one to attack and damage rolls. Alright, wait, if I, I use prestidigitation to clean them. <laughs> They're still rusty. <laughs> it was worth a shot. I don't think the DM understands like, what prestidigitation means. Mr. Clean Mending magic. Might work. Prestidigitation, it looks clean. <laughs> it is now a shiny rusty longsword. Yes, it no longer has that tetanus. Reddish it black doesn't have the tetanus. <laughs> the tetanus, yeah. You have cleansed the tetanus from the long <laughs> Armbar never did get his booster shot. Oh no, Armbar. <laughs> he's, at, he's at risk of getting tetanus. I'm um, sure that Armbar got struck with lots of rusty weapons in his arena days. Sure. He probably built up a... You're like immune. <laughs> kind of like being or tolerant like... to alcohol, just being tolerant to tetanus. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just always there. You've just taken on the role of, like, carrier. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not contagious but yeah it just it's there it lives there you live with it yeah it's like having polio and just living with it yeah it's fine <laughs> or it's just it. having a deadly disease <laughs> just living with it your arm bar that's not <laughs> what doesn't kill you makes you strong that's right Punch <laughs> the face always makes you stronger right arm bar that's right mother not bears though Bears will f- <laughs> Don't mess with the bears. I have missed y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so now that we are armed and dangerous, mm-hmm. we are, we, I think we're roughly by the meat locker. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. There is cold storage with a bunch of just hanging slabs of frozen meat. A lot of it hasn't been tended to very well, so like... You know, before you put meat in a freezer, you're supposed to, like, skin it and treat it and all that. No, it's just, like, here's a pig with a bunch of stab wounds, and it's just, like, hanging. Right? And, like, there is some leftover meat from, I guess, whoever the previous owners were. That's close to the back. Question. Sure. Are the cabbages in here? There are not cabbages. There are barrels all the way at the back, and as best you can tell, they are filled with alcohol and spirits. I'd like to make a sandwich out of the meats. Okay. You don't have bread. Uh, so that's you a just make a sandwich out of meat I think put in taking... between two yeah. other types of meat. Yes. What I want to use the goblin ears as the bread. Oh, God. You can do that. Sure. <laughs> oh, now I should put a content warning on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's a goblin burrito. Goblin burrito. <laughs> or is it like a open shell or something, like a stuffed shell? Stuffed goblin ear. I'm pretty sure Tower's just we... making a fantasy turduction. Where did we take this detail? Yeah. <laughs> My girlfriend's been wa- making me watch ASMR. It's not good. <laughs> what? Oh no, this is not, <laughs> this is not going and well. Now I have to add Listen. additional content. <laughs> Someday when we make it, we're going to make a Bard Rock Cafe cookbook. <laughs> okay. I have ideas. <laughs> that's that's remarkably good. I'm uh, saving that as a Patreon exclusive. Look, I'm set. I'm just saying. I love to cook. Let me at it. I will make goblin ear. <laughs> goblin turducken. Yeah. Yeah. Goblin turducken. <laughs> you just need a lot of small creatures, and then just shove it up in, <laughs> in diet green or whatever. First you get some meat, you put your meat in your meat, and then you add some more meat in between the meat, right. so you can have some meat. Do you season it? No. <laughs> you just keep adding meat. 
The seasoning. Right, Epi judges Brock's cooking. Look what Ironbar comes up with. Speaking of, so do you think they have like scurvy or something? I don't see a single vegetable in the whole place. I know. Where are the cabbages? <laughs> I mean, this is this is like thirty-nine degrees, right? It's well, not thirty-nine. It's like like it's on the border between freezer and fridge. Like you know, in the mini fridge, where if you put your stuff on the top shelf, it freezes because it's next to the freezer compartment. It's like the meat drawer in like a fancy fridge where you can set the temperature to be just above freezing. Yeah, that's exactly where you're at. So like, it's it's pretty freaking cold in here. Well, they definitely ain't following the food pyramid, that's for sure. Now, champ, I've told you this before. Just because you build a pyramid out of it doesn't mean it's a food pyramid. <laughs> that's why the food pyramid should have the meat at the tip. The tip at the top. Arvar, do me a favor. Roll me an intelligence check. I rolled a 16, sucker. All right. With well, a 16, you know, objectively, if you pile food on top of each other until it makes a, a triangle shape, it is objectively a food pyramid. So, and this is one of those times you are positive that Brock is just wrong. <laughs> so then I, I then go as far as making a food pyramid full of meat to to demonstrate to Brock. I lean over. I feel like this explains the food quality at your establishment. This is the only way it makes sense there, Brock. See, if you build a pyramid full of meat, this is all the nutrition daily you, you need. This is what the champ will tell you. And in a bout of mean spirit, Brock just swings his foot and kicks the pyramid over. Oh, my meat! It's all over the place. You can't just kick a man in the meat, man. What is wrong with you? How could you do this to my meat, there, boss? We have places to go. We're wasting you time You mishandled my meat! <laughs> I was gonna make a joke, but I'm trying to keep it together. It's not working. <laughs> I mean, the joke was right there. I didn't take it, but that's because it was too easy. The challenge is gone. It's like... I know. You just can't beat meat jokes. Uh, Here we go. Here we go. There we go. Now we're firing on all cylinders. Let's... Let's go. Look, if your meat tower stays erect for more than four hours, you need to just either cook it or put it back in the fridge. Can you say that in voice, and then we can maybe put that in? I can. This one's for you, bud. <laughs> now look, if, you, if you're gonna have an erect meat tower like that one, you either need to... It, after four hours, you either cook it or you put it back in the fridge. So let's not waste too much time. Either eat it or, or, or go, you know. Is there anything else of interest we can see near the meat locker? Well, so as you leave the meat locker and you look through the door to the right is the stairs that you came down and that hole, that room. To the left, you see a long hallway. About halfway down that hallway is another set of doors on the right. Then there's a corner at the end of the hallway turning left. Rook's going to just um, scout the hallway, take a look. Uh, okay. sneakily. And I help Rook by holding my torch out to make it so that the dark vision is less necessary. Are you going with her? Because the torch goes for ten feet, and then it well, kind of peters out. Is Rook scouting by walking the hallway, or, like, peeking around a corner? I kind of envision um, Rook looking down the hallway. I was gonna be, yeah, like, uh, going down the hallway, like, Rook is pressed up against the wall. She's got her back pressed up against the wall, and she's gonna take a look around the corner when she reaches the end of, of the hallway. All right, okay, if you're, yeah, yeah, if you're scouting, no, if you check, if I can't help with that. Yeah, that's legit. <laughs> you never know. Let me do this. 
And I rolled a 24. You are silent. You make no noise as you creep down the hallway. So where would you like to, to go? I'm just, I want to look around the corner, because we might want to go through those doors, but I just wanted to see what was there. Alright, so I'll go ahead and say this. As you make your way down the hallway, those double doors that are a little further down, uh, you do, as you're passing those doors, you get a little closer, you hear some, looks like sounds like one person just kind of moving around in there, and it does, you smell fresh bread mm-hmm. coming out of that room. Sandwich. And you do see a little bit of light coming from under the doorway. And then as you go all the way down the, the hallway, you turn left and you look, there's another set of double doors. You hear coming out of that room, there is some shuffling and some, some clinking noises and just the sound of multiple things or people in there moving around. Okay. All right. Rook's going to make a report. Okay, she comes back. Because no one's followed her, I'm guessing. So she returns back to the group, gives them a lowdown. Okay. Double doors. I think it's a bakery or something. Some cook. I don't know. Doesn't seem like it's going to be a big deal. Um, But maybe something more exciting around the corner. What do you guys think? From what you described, it sounds like we are in the area with all the food. We're at the meat locker. We have, it sounds like a kitchen and a dining hall. I don't know if we're going to find our weapons or a way out here. And I don't know if we want to fight people in the dining hall with some half-used crossbows, daggers, and a sword. That sounds very Should we go upstairs? Yep. So should we go back upstairs and try and find our equipment before we engage anybody? Or is there anywhere else down here we haven't checked? As much as I'd like to make my sandwich... I think we need to get our gear back. I miss my great axe so much. And my pants. Now you look fine without your pants, boss. Thanks, champ. And I wink. (laughs) Armbar blushes. (laughs) And Ebby just sort of raises his hand. As much as I love being tits height with all of you, do we perhaps see maybe some salt in here with all of the meat or leather, maybe? I'm sure there's soot somewhere, but if I can just... Not in here. Ooh. That was easy. Because... Wait, are we looking for... I Just to make sure I heard that right. Are we looking for salt or soot? Uh, salt. Yeah, I if I, I can both. get salt, soot, perhaps oh. some cured leather, I think I can get us a little farther than, you know... I mean, I can cast some spells from memory. I do study the book every night. Speaking of, I would love to get my book back. Among, like, clothes. Clothes would be nice. We're in a very cold place right now, if nothing else. But if those things aren't in here, I, I think we can go someplace else. Where it's warmer. It's alright, team. If you get cold, just cut up the warm bar. I'll make sure you're all toasted up. <laughs> Epi's just, like, curls in under the arm. Sure, sure. You know what? You're, you're basically a space heater. Bring it on. Oh, come here, little man. Make sure you're all warmed up. Also, don't forget to let me breathe. Oh, sorry. I'm getting a little ahead of myself. Don't get a That's good right. hugging from you every now and then. Is there anywhere else downstairs to look for our stuff, or is that basically all there is downstairs that we can see? That's all I mean, Rook could see. Yeah, you have- yeah is, there, is there an area Rook didn't scout that we have left to explore still? Without opening doors? No. Like, not... You went down the stairs, uh, and you got to the stairs from a crossroads kind of four-way area. Came out of the chapel area, 
You hung a left, found the stairs after getting shot at by goblins hiding in the walls. Ran downstairs, killed a bunch of goblins chasing after you, and here you are. So it looks like you found the the dining the common area mm-hmm. without exploring like the actual rooms themselves. You have no idea what's in there. But all the rooms sound like they're currently occupied by people, right? Yep. Yeah. The the kitchen right. sounds like there's only one guy in there. Sounds like there's several people in the dining what you assume is the dining hall. Right. You know, heard clinking sounds and you know muffled talking and people moving around. Okay. I just feel like if it's a dining hall, there is a slight chance it's one of those things where we'd walk through and there would be an exit on the other side, but that can be like a last resort sort of thing. I feel like the goblins that were upstairs that came from the other room, they were probably all the goblins in that room. We could go check that area safely now. Sounds legit. So... I may have an idea. Hold up. Hand me your torch for a second. Brock extends the torch fire first. You know what? I have fire resistance for this exact purpose. I would like to I would like to take the torch. Fine. I'm going to look him clean in the eyes when I do it. Alright, and I let go of the torch just fine. I don't do any other resistance. I was just being <laughs> obtuse. I am also being obtuse. <laughs> so what are you doing with the torch? Can I break off a, a bit of wood? Sure. Great, can I cut off the slightest bit of string from any article of clothing I still have on me? Well, looking at some of the goblin corpses, there is some threadbare cloth just on them, so you can get some some loose fabric or cloth or string or whatever. Perfect. And I hand the um I hand the torch back handle first while I am holding this open flame back to our lovely little human bard. And I take the torch back. Thank you very kindly. And I tie up the string on this little piece of wood. I hold it up. So, I've been casting this pretty much every day since I was a child. If you want, we could try knocking on the door and see if we can get the one guy to come out of there also. I see the problem where that one guy makes a noise and we're fighting everybody in that dining hall. That is an excellent thought. Do you guys think we should go back upstairs? Check out a room? I think that's the best course Let's of action. Let's do it. Sure. Happy. Yeah? Roll a quick intelligence check for me. Okay, okay. Hang on, I gotta remember how much my intelligence modifier is. Okay, we're rolling the fat dice today. Big old Welcome fat sows. Woo! The big boys. So, my intelligence mod is plus four. Intelligence check, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's just my mod. So, 15 plus 4 for a 19. Okay. You were looking for salt? Uh-huh. You think if you were going to find some spices, the kitchen is probably the best place to look. Okay. Okay. And do any of these little goblin corpses perhaps have uh, a piece of cured leather? Nope. Dang it. We can double back for the salt. Maybe there's a good chance that our equipment is upstairs if this area seems to be the common area. That's fair. So, just to keep you in the loop, you mix up the soot and the salt... Use it like a chapstick, you can understand all of the languages. So if they're talking about something, I can tell you what they're talking about. I don't get it, but sure. It's comprehend languages. It's it's fairly popular Check. and also really keeps your lips from getting chapped. You wouldn't think it, what with the salt, but it works pretty well. Sounds like girl stuff to me. I'm gonna stain my own boy. You really need to embrace the, uh, the, you know... Good skincare is universal. 
Just like you're embracing me with this hug to keep warm. Exactly. Well, give it a shot then. Excellent. We'll get you some chapsticks soon as we're back to all of our equipment. Yeah! Speaking of, let's get moving. Alright. Okay, so where are y'all going? We go back upstairs and we're trekking towards where those goblins came from that were originally shooting at us. We're going to the empty room, presumably empty room, where they were. Gotcha. So, as you walk up the spiral staircase and you peek your head out, uh, you do see the arrow slits in the wall and the kind of hidden compartment behind the wall. And two arrows do miss everyone, but they do hit the walls around you. Those goblins are still standing guard at their posts behind the wall. Can I do an action when this arrow slits open? Sure, what do you do? I yell an obscenity at the thing to cast Vicious Mockery. Okay, so what's the save? My spell save DC is 14. Oh yeah, that's a 10. I'm pretty sure they don't have a plus for anything. (laughs) How many did you say they were? Right now you see two that can see you coming out of the staircase. Alright, so I'm going to go ahead and roll my 1d4. Yep. That is a 2. Okay, Takes two damage, you see him kind of start bleeding a little out of his nose, and he's like, ah, what the? But you can't understand him, he's speaking goblin. <laughs> an obscenity is an obscenity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna kind of hunch down a little bit, and then be like, all right, all right, fine, fine, I got this. You just, he thinks for a second, mutters something, snaps, and you see three magic missiles go out of his fingers, and I'm gonna hit the two that I can see. Okay, you can split them up however, so you tell me. Okay. I'm gonna at least hit the one that had some damage. Okay, how many times? Did you have three misses? Okay, I'm gonna hit them once. Do I have to pick them all at once before it hits them, or...? Yes, you have to pick every... how many hit each of them. Okay, and there's two of them? Yep, that you can see. Okay, one hit for the injured guy, the other two go to the other dude. Alright, so roll me a d4 plus one for the injured guy. That is a. S- uh, oh, wait. That's a D6. Hang on. Is that not what I said? What did I say? So roll me a D4 plus one for the injured guy. You said my a wife- D1. Yeah, no, a D4 plus one. <laughs> Listen. My wife. Li- you hear my wife over there? She's laughing at me. She's like, Did you mean a D4 plus one? What did I say? You said D4 plus I one. thought that I just didn't hear correctly, but now I feel better. <laughs> okay. No, no. It's not you. It's me. Alright, so. Steph. Yes. D4 plus one. Okay, so I rolled blue sparkly dice because the pink one apparently wasn't painted correctly and had weird numbers on it. I can't read it. The, the blue one came out with a four plus one for a whopping five. Okay. It pops this goblin square in the face and he falls over dead. Yeah. Alright. And then... Roll 2d4 plus 2 for the other one. So, we got a 2 and we got a 1. So that's 5 total. Yeah. So they both slam into this goblin, and he's still standing. He's going to take a shot at you. As you do. And then, you guys do remember, there are four more goblins. Just, the way the staircase works, there's the concrete wall, or the, the stone wall around you. And the minute you try to make your way back out of the room, those other four goblins will be able to see you. So go ahead, everybody, give me your initiative rolls as you try to make your way out of the room, because you are not stealthy at this point. Dang. Okay. Uh, and the goblin does miss you with a 10 to hit. Yay! I rolled a 10 on initiative. Armbar rolled a 7. 
I rolled an 11. I rolled an 18. I have a plus one. Nice. Yeah. Okay, so there are five goblins, but Epic, you are up first. Okay. And there's one very injured goblin behind one of the arrow slits. And then four more that you can't see, but you know are probably still there. Okay. So, if I have a spell that's a bonus action, can I still use a spell to attack? I feel like I should know this at that po- at this point, but... For s- casting spells, you can cast one slotted level spell per turn. So if you use a bonus action for, say, Misty Step, for your action, you can only use a cantrip. Oh, okay. And I think, for now, it- it's a good time to cast Magic Missile again. You just, you hear him mutter some words, and there's a snap, and three more missiles come flying out of his hands, and all of them go for that one goblin. Okay, don't even bother rolling. He had two hit points. He did. And he's dead. It's fine, it's fine. I didn't think I could hit him with anything else. Which, speaking of which, yeah. it's a slotted level spell, and I didn't roll for the last one either. Okay, give me a d100 roll for the first time you cast Magic Missile. Welcome back, guys. Hi. I rolled a 13. (laughs) I forgot that there was, like, class-specific ways to trigger wild magic. This is the first time I've used spells that I've prepared. I feel like this is one of the first times you've actually used magic missile. That's true. Actually, last time, Epi used it because of wild magic roll. Mm. That is also true, because I forgot that you could have prepared spells, and this time I was like, you know what, if I was about to go into the cabbage thing, what would what would my prepared spells be? And I picked them based on that. Cabbage missiles. Cabbage missile. That's what you should have been doing with the cabbages before. We should be just hurling them at the goblins whenever they Yeah, hadouken those cabbages. Haha. <laughs> So what are these arrow slits that... So, you know how if you're defending a castle, there's the little tiny windows where if you're on the inside, it's easy to aim an arrow through those little tiny windows at something outside. They have those inside the, the the fortress we're in? Yeah, you guys, as best you can tell, it looks like the way this was constructed, there is... So it's a circular room. Right, and there's a staircase in the middle. Yeah. Uh, this staircase leads down to the common area. There is the first wall, and behind that wall, it looks like there is kind of a crawl space. Not a crawl space, but like enough room for people to get in behind that wall to just a narrow area on the other side. I'm guessing it's a goblin-sized crawl space. Well, it's not an armbar-sized crawl space, is what I'm. No armbar would fit. Oh. It is. It seems big enough for a medium-sized creature to comfortably move around in that space on the other side of the wall. So, um, so, but, I'm sorry, can you explain again if we can see the that opening or not? Yeah, you can see the, the, the arrow slits. I'm sorry, I meant the crawling must be on the other side of the wall, right? To yeah, so it. as you look through yeah. the arrow okay. slits, like, you see there's, like, a hallway on the other side, and it's a yeah. narrow hallway, but it looks like it's designed for, like, soldiers to be able mm-hmm. to get in there and shoot out. Go ahead. A question. What was the result of Epi's magic roll? Was it anything? Sorry. Uh, you don't know yet. Okay, that was... I missed that part. Oh, darn. Uh, armbar. Go ahead and give me... I'll say just a nature check. Alright. Ooh. I rolled a three. Okay. This seems really weird. You're not sure. Uh, question about those other four goblins. Are those just the other goblins that are pursuing us? Or are there more 
like slits behind us that I remembered. I thought they were just the two. No, the the room itself had six arrow slits, and there was a goblin at each arrow slit. And when you guys had ran through here before, they all started taking pot shots at you, but you all just booked it down the stairs so that it wasn't a problem. Oh, jeez, okay. I don't even remember that. They're all hiding inside arrow slits, got it. Yeah. Which, again, they can shoot at you no problem, but there's a little bitty window that if you're going to shoot back at them, it's going to be really hard to thread that needle. Unless you use a spell that just auto-hits like Magic Missile. Yay! Hmm. Do I know where the other slits would be? Yes, like, it's, there's no mystery here. Mm-hmm. So could I have directed perhaps some more of the magic missiles from last time at those other slits? Um, if you would like, you can peek around the corner, and one of them will probably take a pot shot at you, but you can direct your other missiles at that that one. Let's do it. Pot shot. All right, so let's see. Uh, that's going to be another miss, as you are behind cover right now. Yay! Just like they are, but it does almost hit you. It just if zips. Not for, <laughs> if you weren't poking your head around a corner, this would have caught you square in the chest, but instead it just nicks the wall and bounces off. So, roll 2d4 plus 2 for the other goblin. <laughs> Two fours. Okay. Goblin's dead. Yay! Just deletes him from existence. <laughs> what are magic missiles' spell components? Does it have a verbal component? Yeah. He is muttering okay. every time and then snaps. As you cast the spell, your voice has this angelic kind of undertone to it. Not sure what it means. Your voice sounds different. And your wild magic roll for this magic missile. Go ahead and roll it. Or no, sorry. Yeah, no, it triggers another wild magic roll. So, let's see Seven. It. Okay. You just sort of hear Epi after he mutters the same stuff to shoot magic missile and snaps. It stops for a second. Your whole body, except for your head, goes invisible. <laughs> Standard Epi. Oh, I love it. I turn around. So, I, I don't know if you can tell, but something's a little different with me right now. Where are my hands? Like, you can't see anything? Except Epi's head. Yeah, her <laughs> whole body, Epi's whole body, except for Epi's head, is invisible. So Epi right you now... your head? Yeah, Epi's a floating head right now. Why are you gonna be doing these head games like this, Epi? Come on! I look down, I look up. So... O- only my head is visible. Wait, can Epi see that all of the rest of Epi's invisible? Yes. Armbar's gonna try to, like, poke Epi's body. Yeah, like, Epi's still there. And Epi, you definitely can tell, like, yeah, your neck's still moving your head around, and you can still, like, pat yourself down with your hands. Oh. Just invisible, except for your head. Alright, Epi, this is the plan. Since you can't see, they can't see who you are, you're gonna walk out there, and you're gonna cover your... You're all your face with your hands, right? Right? And then you're gonna walk up to these gobos. And you're gonna get them! You're gonna stick them! And you're gonna get them! Alright? It's the plan. It's foolproof, I tell ya. I have... I have a slight addition to your plan. Great plan. Just... I, I might want to point out a small hole with it. And I hold my hands out in front of my face. Can you see me now? Can we? Yeah. Like, we see through the hands to the face. Yeah, because the hand is invisible. Yeah, yeah that's okay. It's just foolproof. It. They'll never know. It'll it'll certainly give them something to talk about over lunch. I do have an idea. Do we have a sheet? We got nope. meat. 
you know what? I can make the meat work. And I duck back, I'm still ducked into the thing, and I'm gonna go over and I'm gonna whisper to Armbar. So, you know how they had that dead pig? Mm. Do you think you could get me the head of it? Of course! Coming right up, Armbar's special pig head. Adding it to the cookbook. This time on Cooking with Armbar, we're gonna be making pig head. And I'm just gonna come down and try to chop the head off the pig in one felt swoop. Alright, the pig is not moving, so I'll say go ahead and just roll strength. Fourteen. Or eight, sorry. I got an eight. <laughs> total? Yeah, eight total. Ah. Uh, Intelligence check. Covered. Strength check for the barbarian. Not so much. Nope. If I gotta make multiple attacks on this thing, I will. It doesn't matter. Yeah, like, so you hack at it. You definitely don't chop it off in one swing. You kind of you get like two inches into it and it just stops. You're like, oh, alright. Uh, go ahead and roll another strength check just to see. Okay. 17. Yeah. Like, it takes you a couple swings, but you're able to get it. It's a rusty sword. Yeah, like it's, yeah. I hope we didn't ruin the quality of the meat with the rusty sword. You absolutely did. It's no, got tightness. I rusty, remember? Yeah, sure. <laughs> alright. Here you go, there, Rippy. I don't know what your plan is with this, but here you go. I'm gonna stuff. I'm gonna stuff the pig head. Um, I'm gonna stuff the um the mouth with a goblin head. Content warnings, Tyler. <laughs> so the goblin head is too big. It is like they're trying to shove a pig head in a pig head. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like they are of similar size. Armbar wasn't good at the uh, shapes game growing up, right? Well, yeah, because everything's a square hole if you push hard enough. I feel like that law might apply here. Alright, I mean, if that's what you do it, but yeah. It, it does not easily go in, and you get the sense that it's not going to look right if you make it work. Right, while they're crafting, can Brock just try and aggro some of those archers? Sure, what would you like to do? Alright, so I have... We've been through this hallway, I have an idea where they are, and I have an idea of which one Epi sniped, right? Yeah, you would know. Uh, do I remember, do I recall if there's two of those slots that are within a roughly a ten foot radius of each other? Yeah. So on the other side of the room from where Epi pokes their head out, there are two slots with goblins that haven't been killed yet. All right. So what I want to do is I want to run into the middle of them, and I want to have my action held so that when I get up close and they open those slits, I want to cast Sword Burst, which I think since those are ethereal swords, the wall shouldn't stop them. Sick. That all creatures within five foot radius of me make a dexterity saving throw, so if they're roughly ten feet apart and I'm between them, it should be the right distance. They take one d6 force damage on a failed save. Okay, one of them fails. Alright. That is a three. And does that get my spell modifier or no, because it's a cantrip? No, it's just one d6. Alright, that's just not good on the rules still. Yeah, so, and they are going to try and shoot back at you, you know, as you're running out. The goblins were waiting for somebody to show themselves. So, uh, because you're sprinting out, you're not going to get cover. So it's just going to be two straight rolls on you. What is your armor class right now? 13. Oh, wait, no, 13 is with my clothes. I have no idea what my naked armor class is. Uh, just 10 plus your dex mod. 10 plus dex, so 12. Okay, so they both hit. So it's going to be 2d6 plus 4. All right, so that's seven total damage. Seven total. All right. Rolled really bad. 
really good from my perspective. Well, yeah. And you do sword burst. All right, so that was their ready action. You're at initiative 10. Armbar. Mm-hmm. You see Brock sprint out. You hear a grunt and a thud as two crossbow bolts hit him. Is there anything you would like to do since it is now your turn in the initiative order? As soon as, soon as he sees his boss get hit, he gets enraged and goes into rage, which probably triggers some stuff. And I know it triggers my wild magic barbarian. What is it called? Yep. Uh, it's, just, it's just wild magic, wild surge. So I have to roll a d8, and then based on the, the roll, I have a magical effect. Yes. So you should have your own tables, right? Yep. Okay, so roll the d8 and tell me what happens. I got a 2, and the 2 is... You teleport up to 30 feet to an unoccupied space you can see. Until your rage ends, you can use this effect again on each of your turns as a bonus action. Alright. Oh my god, teleporting armbar, that's great. Yeah, so pick a space you can see. You're not out of the staircase yet. Can I see Brock? No, Brock ran around the corner. Oh jeez. I guess I'll... You teleport to the top of the staircase? Yeah, I'm going to teleport to the top of the staircase. Okay, that's about 10 feet up. Okay. I will say this, you can see the other side of the, the arrow slit if you would like to teleport to that hallway on the other side. Is that the... Is, is that the... From what I can see, is that the only goblin that's hitting him? Or is there... Does it look like he's been hit from another spot? Well... So you know there's three goblins left. He ran up to where two of them are and cast Sword Burst. Okay. And then they hit him. You don't know all that, you just saw him run out and get shot at. Okay. I didn't know if there was something I could I could kind of tell from where I teleported, but it might not be... It might be too too much at one time. Yeah, I'll see the, sh- the, the slit in the... The arrow slit and teleport in, uh, behind it, I guess? Yeah. Okay. So, do you see a curving hallway going around? Seems like it goes around in both directions. You know that Brock would be going to the left. Uh, they're not. He's not trapped in there with them. They're trapped in there with him. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so do I see the goblin at this point, or um, you do see one of them? Like it's a it's a circular hallway, right? So it curves. So you know there's probably another one further down the hallway, but because of the curve, you don't see it yet. Does that make sense? Kinda. Like, there's, there's a, a slit, room. and then, yeah. It, okay. So, is there a way I can get to the, hit the goblin from where I am? Yeah, it's, you're in the hallway with him. Oh, sweet. He looks over and sees you inside, and is like, ah! Alright. Because he knows, oh shit. I'm gonna do an attack. Okay, so you run over to him, take a swing. Oh, wow, that's a crit. Woo! Okay, well, first give me your damage. So it's actually a six, because it's a minus one. Okay, and then you have plus two for your rage damage. Oh, that's right. So eight. Okay, so just take this goblin's head clean off. Whoop, whoop. Nice. Then I'll teach you for hit my boss. And because you rolled a nat 20, which, by the way, for a nat 20, you would have rolled a damage twice. So, like, you just, this thing's gone. This is the deadest goblin. Yeah, yeah. and this was the uninjured one from your sword burst, by the way. Was awesome, I supposed to roll I a D one hundred for raging earlier? No. Nope. Okay. You roll a, you roll two D one hundreds for rolling a crit. Oh. And I and I take the better of the yeah. two. I'll do that then. I got an eighteen and a twenty seven. Okay. Pick which one you would like. 
They are both. Doesn't sound good. Those are they're no, they're both great. <laughs> just pick one. <laughs> oh, just okay. So I don't know what they are. Um, you know, I'll tell you what happens when you pick. But these are both just fantastic. Let's go with eighteen. <laughs> All right. So directly in front of you, a. Don't forget your towel. The podcast that aims to play every RPG in existence with horror. How do we not? You are responsible for this. This was you. You've been keeping us here this entire time. So you could kill us off one by one? Is that what this is? None of this is real. <laughs> the bug is here. Oh, God. Comedy. And uh, Winter has been up already milking the griffins. Winter, can you tell us a bit about the process of milking griffins? <laughs> well, I mean, it's much what you would expect, really. I don't um, really expect much, so please, please tell me. <laughs> well, it certainly defies expectations. Yeah, please do tell. <laughs> and insanity. Uh, the stakes are quite high, then. Time is of utmost importance. Can't you see? We are the clock blockers. There can only be one. Steve! Cool. So... Clearly, you can tell that no one knows what they're doing, but this is going to be interesting. So hold on tight to your seats and make sure you have your towels, because here we go. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go with 18. (laughs) All right. So directly in front of you, a miniature arm bar appears. (laughs) (laughs) He also acts on your turn. He has the statistics of a homunculus, but he has all of your personality and motivations. Like, he is a mini-you. Oh my With all gosh. the equipment you currently have. <laughs> but he's, like, goblin-sized, right? Like, yeah. he's smaller, but it's literally mini-armbar. With, like, a higher-pitched voice just running around like freaking Chucky or or <laughs> the guy from Goldeneye, you know. Oh, yeah! It's a mini bar. Mini yeah. bar. Mini bar. Mini bar. <laughs> so, that's your. Is there anything else you want to do on your turn? The the tiny arm bar doesn't get to act yet, but he exists. Do I still have movement left over? Yes, you do. Not enough to get to the other goblin because you used. Well, actually, no, you do. You can get in the other goblin's face. Does he know that I'm there, though? Oh yeah. Are you kidding? Okay. He heard the squeal of, ta- of terror. <laughs> yeah, he looked over, saw you just detach this other goblin's head from its shoulders, and continue sprinting, like, without even breaking stride. A smaller <laughs> you appears and is running behind you, and he's just, like, high-pitched screaming, because he knows he can't get out of this. He's fucked. As a... I guess the bonus action was me teleporting, so I can't do another bonus action, right? No, you that was your bonus action, right. your action to attack, so... I'm gonna... I'm just gonna, like, run up into this goblin's face and just look at him and be like, You piece of me, punk! And just look at him with, like, the ragest eyes, like, bl- oh, blood-red shit. eyes to intimidate him. Yeah, like, normally that would be an action, but... It's more flavor. Talking is a free action. Your action also was spent decapitating a goblin, so go ahead and roll intimidation. Oh my god, a nat. A nat 20? Yeah. Amazing. Whew. So oh, I love for chaining these together. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Alright, so you see, like, a puddle forming, like, at the foot of the goblin. He, like, chucks his crossbow on the ground. You know, he's already been hurt from the sword burst. Throws his hands up and is, like, scooting backwards, like, up to the wall, right? Okay. <laughs> so did roll another nat 20, so roll two d100s for me and tell me what they are. 
I got a 95 and a 52. Ooh, 95, that's spicy. So, 95 is actually pretty bad, but 52 <laughs> is kind of comical in this situation. A large bonfire appears directly in front of you. <laughs> where this goblin is. Oh, man. So, as he's trying to back away from you, he just is engulfed in flames. Oh my god! For about, like, for about six seconds, there's just this bonfire right there. And it vanishes, and there's just, like, charred goblin corpse, and that's it. <laughs> we win! <laughs> <laughs> so that happened. Wow. Past the turn? <laughs> he was he was not fighting anymore. He was a non-combatant at that point, but the wild magic spoke. <laughs> the wild magic bee. Yeah. Epi. The Lords of Chaos are on our side. Hey, yeah. uh, Rook has not gotten a turn. Damn. True. Go ahead and go. Like, I was going off of initiative order. You have an 11, Brock has a 10. So when Brock ran out, that's where I started it. But go ahead and go. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, sorry, for some reason, I thought Epi was you. first. I don't know what's going on with me. Epi okay. was first, but when we stopped initiative, I was like, can I do something while we're not in initiative? I basically skipped ahead of you in order. I am so sorry. Yeah, it's all good. Go ahead and take your turn. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Because you would have also been, like, hanging out during this time. <laughs> so you saw them run to the left. You hear, like, Ah, a few times. I don't even know how to describe what you Chaos. Mean. Yeah, yeah, right? Oh, I also see Armbar fly into the air. Um, a lot of interesting you stuff. You teleport. Happen. You hear... Yeah, it doesn't even fly, it's just... Boom, boom. he's up there. Yeah. yeah, great. That anime teleport effect. Like, he's, <laughs> like there's a shimmer, and suddenly he shimmers somewhere else. <laughs> he literally... <laughs> he literally instant transmissioned. You hear a goblin squeal. You hear a mini, oh yeah... And then a burning body. <laughs> All right. So uh, what do I... What I I'm going to follow him up the stairs, but what do I see? Who's left? So you see Armbar on the other side of the, the arrow slits. Right. He waves. So um, that's... I, <laughs> I'm guessing that's <laughs> taken care of. Yeah, there is... As you are, you... are you doing a round to kind of see if there's anything left? Yes. Exactly. All right, so there is... One goblin left behind an arrow slit. Okay. Um, on the other side of the room. Because again, it's a circular room right. with a circular staircase in the center going okay. down. Okay. There's something Rook wants to do. I want to do this. I okay. want to acrobat myself to that goblin's to that goblin's little face in the slit and try to stab him in the face with a dagger. Okay. So he is going to try and shoot you on your way over. Sounds legit. Uh, with a two, he's gonna miss. So go ahead. You're because it's just you are right there stabbing through this hole. There's no penalty. You're just attacking him. Okay. Too terrified of what happened to his friends to aim correctly. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that's legit. And wait, I'm so sorry. I just I'd have my attack roll. I mean, my um attack bonus for my other stuff. Uh, is it different for this dagger? No, actually, it isn't. Okay. So it should be. It's plus six. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Let's see. I got a 12. Well, 12's not going to cut it. Um, That's too bad. Is, you do poke through the window, but you catch him on the, the leather armor that he's wearing, and you don't manage to, like, puncture through it. So you that unsettled him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's now, like, right there 
in your face. Can I use my offhand dagger to try again? Yes, you can. Alright. Oh lord, a critical f, f failure Okay, so... I'll, I want to tell you that misses, but go ahead and roll 2d100. Oh lord in heaven. Okay. Do, 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 do. 14 and 49. Okay. The goblin in front of you just vanishes. Sick. Don't know where he is. Don't know where he is. But Vanished. he's not there anymore. I'm... Can I do anything else? Well, so that was your action and your bonus action to do the two attacks. Alrighty. Um, you did move over here. You have, like, a little bit of movement left, but... I'm a duck. <laughs> so okay. I'm not so... in front of the slit anymore. Sure. So you duck below the arrow slit. Um, nothing happens to you. Alrighty. So roll it back around to Epi. Yeah? So how did the pig head situation turn out? Armbar went down and very sloppily chopped off the pig head. Uh... And brought it back up to Okay. So, how big is this pig head, and would I be able to wear it as a hat? Content warning. So, like, it's not hollow, right? Like, it's... It's a head. Okay. Alright, then I have other just, plans. Yeah, you just have a pig head. Okay. The listeners are all waiting to find out what on earth the end game is in this pig head, as are we. So, I, I go up to the stairs, and... I assume I probably also hear, Oh, yeah! <laughs> uh, yes. Yes, you do. So, just to be safe, I stick the pig head out. Does it get, you know, shot at? I'm holding it with my invisible hand. It does not. Excellent. I'm gonna come out, peek my, my head around the corner, and see what I'm seeing over there. You see armbar and mini armbar on the other side of the arrow slit. You see Brock standing there looking aggressive, with two bolts sticking out of him, and you see Rook ducking under one of the arrow slits on the other side of the room. His name is Minibar. I apologize. <laughs> Armbar Fan favorite character. Bar. I'm sorry, this is my favorite wild magic roll so far. Like, we don't ever roll on your table. This is awesome. I completely forgot about it, and I'm so mad I, I did for so long. This is delightful. Okay, well, since there's only, only one goblin for now, and he's behind a thing I can see, it's gonna get magic missile. You cannot see the goblin. I can't see the goblin? The goblin's either invisible or not there, one or the other. Oh. That was, that was Rook's wild magic roll. Goblin vanished. As best you can see, combat is over. Like, you peeked out, there's no goblins anywhere. Hmm, okay. Well, I'm just gonna kinda keep my pig head with me. What can I see from this vantage point before I decide what I'm doing? I, everything I told you. Okay. I'm gonna go walk up to that little opening in the wall and hold up the pig head. Does anything happen to the pig head? It gets held up. So, I don't think it's in there anymore. Can I look around and see if I, uh... Actually, you know what? Since it's my turn and nobody's shot at me yet, I want to take out my little twig with the spool of thread on it. Effie mutters a couple of words and you see it spool up. And, uh, and he just sort of holds out the pig head and it gets held in midair next to him. Alright, alright. Okay. So we'll save There's that for later. A float. I mean, because you were holding it, it still looks floating, but yeah, now there's a floating pig head too. Don't worry. That's a tool for later. Um, Does nice. it proc wild magic? Uh, you just cast Mage Hand, right? Unseen Servant. I thought it was Unseen Servant. Oh, 
She did the thing with the spool and the stick and the no, string. That does not throw off wild magic. Yay! Okay, so I'd like to investigate if I still have time. So casting unseen ah. servant was your action. Okay. Uh, keep track of which you've used three spell slots so far. Yep, I got you. Keep track of them. I got you. All right, so you have used your action. Is there anything else you want to do on your turn? Let's see. Um, do I see Minibar? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so I look at Armbar, Minibar, and Armbar, Minibar. So, if one of you two were to iron wrestle, which one would win? Well, that's a stupid question. Of course, the mean, mean Armbar would win. And then all of a sudden, Minibar peeks up. What do you mean? The mean bar would win. <laughs> oh, you think you could there, little man? Well, I guess we'll just have to find out the old hard way. And they start you just going see, You see just the most wicked smile come across Epi's face, which is the only part of him that's visible. Can Tyler roll contested strength test against himself to see whether or not he beats Minibar in our wrestling contest? Oh, God. Well, not yet, because it is now the goblin's turn. Knew it. Rook, what is your armor class right now? Fourteen. Okay, you feel a crossbow bolt just lodge itself into your shoulder. Ow! Uh, you take seven points of damage. Okay. Uh, still don't see the goblin. Oh boy. But from the direction of that crossbow bolt, looks like it came from, like, right there. And it is now Rook's turn. Okay, well that's awesome, because then, uh, well, it came from right just there, meaning right next to me? Like, seems like right where it was before. Oh, right where it was before! Okay, so, um, ooh, should I try and stab again, or should I try and run around? I think I'm gonna try and run around to the back of the wall. At least, at least get to where I can have a clear line of sight of him and point my crossbow at his little body. Okay, so you are trying to shoot into the arrow slit? No, no, sorry, let me be more clear. Rook wants to get behind the arrow slit. Okay, so as you look around the room and you run across, like, around the wall, you don't see an entrance. (gasps) Damn! Okay, so I guess, well... It's the same attack bonus. I'ma try and shoot in, shoot in with the crossbow. Okay, roll, just roll a straight attack. I'ma do. It's gonna go pew pew, pew pew, 17. The crossbow bolt clinks off of the arrow slit wall. The fact that the goblin is inside an arrow slit made it much harder to hit him. So annoying, I should've done the dagger again. Anyway, it's fine. Uh, can I do anything else? I'm trying to think. Well, that was your action and your some of your movement. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You have all of your rogue bonus actions. Yes, I'm looking at what they are. Disengage, dash, hide. Do do I don't have any of my stuff. Um, man, I'm a. Uh, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm going to try and get out of his line of sight right now because I'm hurt. So I guess I'm gonna try and hide. Okay, roll a stealth check. I'ma hide behind the other wall, maybe? And I rolled really weirdly, but it still rolled. It's 19. Okay, so you're pretty hidden. Uh, You have the 
the circular staircase wall between you and where the goblin was. Uh, Brock, you're up. Alright, so if it needs a save, I just need to know the general area it's in, right? Uh, it depends on the spell. It's Vicious Mockery. It says you, basically, you insult a creature you can see within range, but then it says if the target can hear you. Yeah, so my like, interpretation would be if they could hear me, personally, yeah, but like, I'm biased. Why would you need to see it? You know it's there, and it's it needs to hear you. So I'm going to say go ahead. Yeah, you have a lot of guts. You're the last goblin. Did you see what happened to your friends? You're pathetic. And then go ahead and make your uh, wisdom saving throw, a little goblin. Okay, so that is a two minus one. <laughs> All right. And that is four psychic damage. Okay. Ah! You hear it. It's still, like, just right there. Sounds like you heard him. And then I'm going to move... Is this the room with the suits of armor and everything? Yes. I'm going to move and put myself behind cover so I'm harder to hit with the arrows. Gotcha. So you are hiding behind one of the armor suits. Yeah. Uh, and I will give you... I'll say half cover just because it's not, like... Yeah. Arm bar and mini bar. You're up. Well, mini bar just decided to throw down a arm wrestling competition with armbar, so it's going down. We're doing this thing right now. Right in the middle of the okay. fight. So, do I have to do anything, or does it just happen? So, roll a strength check for you, and then roll another d20, and I'll God. tell you what to add to it for minibar. Well, armbar just got a nat one. Okay. So, we roll for minibar. Or actually, no, you roll for minibar, because it is still, you're still in control of minibar. Okay. <laughs> minibar got a 22. <laughs> <laughs> so first of all, minibar just rocks your in the arm wrestling competition. <laughs> and you rolled in that one, so only 2d100s. It's three times this combat. 69 and 14. Nice. Yeah. I think yeah, we should boy. use 69 regardless. <laughs> Regardless of what it is, it's a 69. We... Really? Alright. Uh-oh. So, Armbar. <laughs> Wild magic surges around you, and you hear this, like, unholy goblin scream <gasps> as the charred corpse of the goblin that you killed with the last wild magic roll starts to come back to life. What? He stands up. He is... The last enemy you killed comes back to life. <coughs> <laughs> wow. So, he is in agonizing pain because his whole body is scorched. But he's going to attack you. Okay. Unfortunately, the wooden pieces and the string on his crossbow also got scorched. So those are unusable. So he's just going to, like, charge at you and try to hit you. Uh, he kind of... It's like a little kid trying to punch you, and like you put your arm out, and his his arms don't quite reach you. Nice, but yeah. So he's trying to swing at you, can't reach you. He's right there, and you spent you and your mini bar both spent your action arm wrestling. <laughs> oh man, fantastic! Spectacular. What are some of the? I I used to have a list of these. What are some of the list of bonus actions? Uh, for you, you're not wielding two weapons, so you can't do an offhand attack, and you're already raging, so you don't really have any bonus actions you can use right now. Yeah, and it doesn't make any sense to do the teleportation right now. Oh yeah, that's right, you can teleport. Uh, Minibar cannot. I wish I could teleport inside his body, but it says unoccupied space, unfortunately. So they thought about that before they made this game. 
Does Minibar have his own turn in the round? His turn is the same as your Darn turn. It. He just gets his own second, like he gets his own actions and everything. He just his action was also spent arm wrestling you and kicking my ass. Yeah. So you get go ahead for me. Give me a little oh yeah, but from Minibar. Oh yeah. Oh my Perfect. god. <laughs> I told you I'm stronger than you. Yeah, I guess you got a point there, little man. What, what more buff than I thought? You guess you'd be the reigning armbar champion. That's right, fool. Okay. Um, is there anything else you're doing with your movement or bonus action? Nah, I kind of want to just be in the way of this goblin. And oh yeah, like a hindrance. You take up the hallway. You're, he's not getting past you until he deals with you. Yeah, I, I think I'm good where I'm right. at. Okay, Epi, we're back around to you. Okay, so I definitely saw an arrow come out of that little slot, right? Yes, you did. Can I sneak over to the side where you can't really see in the slot? Is it is it big enough I could stick my hand in there? Yeah, I mean, it's you can stick your hand through the arrow slot if that's what you want to do. Rook stuck a two knives in there, so... Yeah, like, it's... I'm trying to think of a good comparison. Do you, do you have, like, a player's handbook around you right now? Yeah. Imagine two of those, like, stacked long ways on top of each other. Okay. That's about the size of this window, right? That's an arrow slit. Okay. Well, I would like to... Keeping my head kind of around where maybe he can't see it, I'd like to stick my hand in there, attempt to grab a goblin. Just, you know, anything involving touch said goblin. Roll... Athletics at disadvantage. As you try to grapple an invisible goblin. Well, to be fair, I'm not trying to grapple so much as zap the ever-loving crap out of him. To be fair. So you're casting, like, Shocking Grasp? I am casting Shocking Grasp. Okay, so that's an attack roll at disadvantage. Okay, okay. A melee spell attack. What do I roll for that? Uh, d20 plus your... Spell attack bonus. Gosh! Darn it all the heck with a spatula. Okay, so, my, uh, my spell attack bonus is six, and I rolled a whopping three. So does a nine hit? It does not. Dang it. You feel the goblin duck out of the way. Like, you know he's there. He's just not standing still for you to zap him. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, you, you made the attempt. It missed. Okay. Can I... Okay. Bonus action. Take my hand out and instruct my unseen servant to smoosh pig head into slot. Basically hold it up there. Sure. There's now floating pig head in the way of the arrow slit. I nod. I I feel accomplished. Rook, you're up. I can't find a way behind that thing. And now we have that thing blocked. Is there anywhere else I can go? Uh, I mean, it's a circular room. There's the staircase down, there's the doorway into the room that leads back to the cross section. You don't you don't see how the goblins got back there. Right, right, right. Okay, so the only other place I could really go is back into that crossway. I'm hurt though. Shoot. Okay, so I uh I haven't been doing so good with the whole trying to kill this goblin through the slot thing. So, Which you do, I will say, also see that there is a very badly burned goblin that came back to life, <laughs> trying to flail at armbar. So, I mean, there is another target. There's a new now. target. Yeah, 
I'll try and crossbow him. I guess I'll, yeah, that's what I'll try and do. I was, I'll crossbow him in his little, little face. Go ahead and roll an attack. Little face. Oh my god. An eight. I did not get him. I just know nope. it. You hit the side of the arrow slit. Great. Yeah. Um, shoot. So, I can't, can, I can try again, right? Technically? Um. I thought I read that somewhere, but maybe I'm making a mistake. This is a light crossbow. With a hand crossbow, you can shoot again from your offhand. I see what you're saying, but not with this big boy. Okay, yeah. that's legit. Can I run up to this little jerk and try and dagger him? With your offhand, yeah. I'm going to do it. I'm going to try. All right. I'm going to try and dagger him in his little stomach. <laughs> Eleven. Yeah, you put him out of his misery. Thank uh, go God. Ahead. Roll a d4 plus your sneak attack because arm bar's right there just to see like if you actually do it or if you roll super low damage. Oh, man. Okay, and it's my sneak attack. Do, do, do. Plus 2d6. <laughs> That's five. Five total? Mm-hmm. Between the d4 and the 2d6? Yes, you wouldn't believe. It's three plus one plus one. Goblin's still alive. Yeah, well, Rook has just, just has to deal <laughs> with it, you know? You're trying to Yeah, you know, my arm's gotten shot and shit. There's nothing I can do. <laughs> the numbers are not on your side tonight. No, no, they're not. Armbar's the only one having a good time right now. <laughs> well, I kind of Arm- held this time. Yeah. Uh, but that's it for my turn. Rook just hangs her head in shame. Yeah, Brock, you're up. Brock's been doing just fine. However, he sees everyone else struggling. Sighs and goes, I'm surrounded by idiots, and casts Vicious Mockery on the on the Invisible Goblin again. Six minus one, so he fails. And that is a three. You hear a scream. You see him pop back into visibility, so you see him again as he falls over dead. See, that's how you do it, people! Okay. Uh... Armbar, you are up. You have a clinging to life, badly burned, just nightmare fuel goblin right in front of you. I I hold up a, a hand real quick. Armbar, oh, Armbar. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Armbar, I'm begging you. I have the best idea for how to clear out a room, but I need that goblin. Hmm. We ain't going nowhere, so you can have him as long as Minibar don't get him first. He's the he's the leader of the group now. <laughs> so it is your turn right now, and then Effie's turn. Mm-hmm. So I I will let you swap turns with Effie. Yeah. Since the goblin, well, the goblin does technically go right after you. So what are you doing? I'll, yeah, you go for it. I'll swap I'll swap turns with Effie. Like I mean, the goblin can take another swing at me if it wants. I don't really care. Talking's a free action. We can let Armbar go. Yeah, Armbar, what's you your armor class? Uh, let me see. Four, 14. One of us is good at fighting naked. It's, uh, I have... 14? Uh, 14. Yeah, so you take one point of damage as this goblin manages to, like, nick your side just a little bit as he's swinging wildly, and that's his turn. Okay. Alright, you're up, Epi, and then Armbar, and then... Basically, goblin went, Epi, you're up, and then we'll see if we get past there. So, Epi, it's just like, so... We have a floating pig head, and an undead goblin, and an entire lunchroom full of people that we would like to not be there anymore. I happen to know how to speak abyssal and make my voice boom really loudly. I feel like there's a plan in there somewhere if you're up for it. Do you think you can just sort of 
I don't know, grab it and throw it in there or something? Maybe we could, like, throw a, a, a sheet around the Unseen Servant or something so it looks like, you know, uh, uh what was it, that, um, headless pig man or something like that. I do that. want to, to interject here. This goblin is in excruciating pain and has been screaming loudly. Like someone with horrible burns all across their body screaming at the top of their lungs. Just to interject, like, this is what's going on. Carry on. Also, it's screaming really loudly, so we should probably do something about that. So I vote we throw it into that room with all of the people in it. Maybe if my Unseen Servant holds it out at far enough pace. Either way, Unseen Servant, head down to the kitchen. I'm sure this will be fine. All we need to do is stay out of sight. Can you bring the goblin with you? What if he doesn't fall apart first? We'll stitch him back together later. Um... (laughs) You're gonna have to bring a lot of glue. Brock just wants to point out this is this exact plan is what we already vetoed earlier, storming into the dining hall unarmed. We're like not this is storming. just going to get us aggroed by the people in the dining hall. Just voicing my opposition. Fair enough. So so Anbar, Anbar, you can teleport, right? I saw you do it earlier. Alright. Are we talking this long? <laughs> I don't know. You have six seconds of speech in your turn. That's what you're supposed to get. Yeah. Okay, then, um, let's just say that Epi looks at him. Anbar, grab, grab the little dude. I saw you teleport earlier. If you can still do that, go downstairs and just throw him down the hallway. We're hoping for the best. And then if you can, get back up here. <laughs> is anybody else doing anything on their turn while Epi is talking? Uh, yeah, I'm just going to finish off the goblin. Okay. Rock has no interest in this plan. I'm just going to go ahead and vicious mockery the undead goblin. Uh, what's your DC? Uh, my DC is 14. 17 minus 1 is a 16. Goblin's not dead. He's... <laughs> oh my god. In a surge of willpower, just... It's not dead. He's still just... <laughs> this is the wisest of all the goblins, the zombie goblin. <laughs> he has other things on his mind. Rook, are you doing anything? Rook? Oh, man. Rook is watching... Well, just watched Brock fail again. Feels bad. This poor goblin. Yeah, I mean, it actually feels bad for Brock, um, because uh, Rook feels the pain of trying to kill something, and it doesn't flip and want to die. In her rage, she attempts to finish the job with her dagger. All right. I never want to see another goblin again. Twenty-five. Yeah. And you don't even have to roll, because he's just on death's door in every possible sense of that word. You stab him, he He just falls over, quiet, and dead. You know, guys, Uh, I could have just taken this guy out. He's right here in front of me, for Pete's sake. You were too busy playing arm wrestling over there. I didn't know he was coming back from the dead. No, that's true. Must be Minibar's special ability. Yeah! Listen, Armbar, I just wanted one down. Just one. Well, you got it, I got my, I got my wish. You got it, brother. Well, that goblin did a lot of screaming, and we just sent a floating pig head down to the dining hall. Why don't we go investigate where those other goblins came from and try and find our gear before we get swarmed by more goblins? Before we do that, Armbar comes around the corner, back into the circle room, holding Minibar's hand, and notices Brock has an arrow wound in his leg. So he rushes over. He's like, Buzz! Buzz! So, oh, what? Hold tight. You're in that hallway. 
You don't see a way in or out of that hallway. Well, he can get out. Our minibar can't. Yeah, minibar is stuck. You can teleport still. Oh. Minibar does not have your teleport ability, and the hallway is seemingly self-contained. You don't see how the goblins got in here. Oh, really? Yeah. But minibar dissipates. So minibar can just explore that area during all your turns. There must be a way in and out. Minibar can't, like, uh, investigate a little bit? Yeah, minibar can do whatever. Like, minibar is a mini you. You just can't bring them along. Yeah. So, if you want to investigate, go ahead and roll an investigation check for a minibar. Minibar rolls a seven. Minibar finds nothing. Mm. Minibar tries really hard to squeeze through the arrow slit and fails. Wait, what if, our, what if we just have uh, armbar Kool-Aid man through the wall? Would you like to try? I'm going to try to Kool-Aid man through the, to the wall. Roll a uh, straight strength check. 22! Let's go! This is very well-crafted stonework wall, and you don't push through it. <sighs> Can I send a message to Anson, sir? I mean, you are telepathically linked, so what do you say to him? I did see the little green dot. What did you want to say first, Alec? Well, kind of, it had to do with, with you, but now with the whole minibar thing, it kind of ruined it. That's all good. I would like to telepathically inform my uh, unseen servant to, um, to go knock on the kitchen door while holding the pig head up and instruct him to have it miming like it's talking. You know, like a puppet. For later. Okay. You send the command. I guess I'll look at minibar and be like, because I'm, I'm... I teleported outside of the wall, and I look at Minibar like, Who's the chump now? You can't even get out of the arrow slit wall. So much for being a champion. And then Minibar is going to try to bust through the wall. Roll a strength check for Minibar. He rolled an 8. Minibar also fails to break down the very well-crafted stone wall. And when I get out of here, I'm gonna beat you up so bad, big arm bar. Wait, champ, I have a suggestion. What's that, boss? Well, Epi just notified everyone downstairs that we might be loose. Maybe we should just have Minibar stand inside the arrow slot with the crossbow and shoot anyone that comes behind us. He's not large enough. He is. <laughs> He's goblin size. The goblins are doing it. Yep. Well, if you trust Minibar with the crossbow, I guess you could have it. I give Minibar my crossbow. Epi, huh? you lose concentration on your unseen servant. Oh, okay. Uh, you get the sense that it has been dispelled. Hmm. One means or another. Interesting. So, hang on. Can I interject something really quick? Sure. Armbar can see Brock looking at him, and he feels this nagging pain in the back of his head, but he can't explain it. Okay. It's like Brock's using his telepathy, but not saying anything. I would like to use thaumaturgy to make it sound like there's footsteps running... The other way from where we are. There are two directions. There's down the stairs and down the hallway. So, you know where the unseen servant was? Yeah. So, can I make it sound like footsteps aren't going towards where we are, whichever direction that is? Like, if somebody was holding up a floating pig head, they ran away. Oh, so like, towards the common dining area? It is outside of the 30-foot range of thaumaturgy. Dang it. What was that thing you said, Paul? With the... Uh, arm bars felt like a nagging sound in the back of his head, like a ringing. Like, basically, you get the impression, like, Brock tried using his telepathy, but didn't say anything. Mm. Like, you've heard, like, the white noise of, like, Brock forming that link before. That's basically what you heard, is, like, 
Brock picked up the phone, but didn't say anything. Well, I'm gonna rush over to Brock then and make sure he's okay. Yeah, I'm fine, champ. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, you don't have to be so defensive. Just checking up on my main man. Yeah, I'm fine. And he, like Brock actually just like pulls the arrow, like snaps the arrows off so they aren't dangling off of him. What if those arrows were poisonous, there, Brock? We're gonna have to get. Oh, well, not asleep yet. <laughs> we're gonna have to get someone to suck out the poison. Epi, you just had your, you know, chapstick stuff. Why don't you get over here and try to suck out the poison? I do it myself, but the champ's lips are all dried out. <laughs> Epi just looks up after staring down the stairwell. Uh, you know, there's not a lot of medical proof that sucking out poison actually helps all that much. Also, Brock. Or is it Roll this time? It's Brock. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Can I roll a deception check? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> That is a 9 plus 4, 13. I want to roll inside. Alright. Or whatever the you be lying. So, in the future, you wouldn't have to roll deception unless Epi declared an insight roll. Okay. But, go ahead. I thought it would be funnier radio that way. Yeah, yeah. I'm, go ahead, Epi. I'm big sus. I'm big sus. I'm rolling the heavy dice. I rolled a... Ooh, a 17 plus 4. You get the sense that that was not a completely honest answer. I'm just going to smile, walk over. Well, you know, I can think of at least one thing that might help a little bit. Sucking so out the poison? I'm going to... Of course, of course, with the poison. Uh, real quick, Rook, what are you doing during all this? Rook is a little bit frustrated because she has had a really, she's having a really crappy time. And as a teenager, she is getting, she's in that phase of her mindset where she's just like, you know what? I really want my stuff back. I really want to leave. I want to go back. I want to go back to the city. The city's way better than this place. And Rook is really, is like trying to, Rook is considering going to the crossway and like just goes going to find her stuff at this point um because she's getting really frustrated so i think i'm gonna follow what brock was saying earlier guys i'm heading out she says to the others and she starts to make her way back to where those goblins were that one time unless i'm mistaken about where things are which i'm very sorry at that point and brock follows like brock just abandons his conversation and walks off behind rook gotcha okay so. Is there copper wire anywhere? Uh, not that you can see. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah, right. sure, there's just a wire, like, on the floor. Yeah, it's fine. It's yeah, cool. No. It's cool. Yeah, just, nah. just strip their cable. It's yeah, fine. Right? right? <laughs> there it's fine. Fine. Outlet wire. the wall and you just... Yeah, no. <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna go catch up with them, and when I'm walking by Roland, keep an eye on them. Because, uh, you know, poison, it makes you really aggressive. You know, we know. We know Brock. He's really not. If he starts getting too frisky, I hear compression helps quite a lot with uh, with poison. Keeps it from going around. Just, you know, really gets him in a better grip if he gets a little too frisky. And I'm going to keep following everybody else. Armbar, are you following along too? Mm-hmm. I'm coming along with. Okay. All right. And what is Minibar doing while you guys head off? He's going to be watching our backs with the crossbow. 
Okay, so you guys make your way out to the crosswalk and out further into the dungeon with minibar in the arrow slit covering your tail. And that's where we're going to wrap up this episode. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next time. Okay, you listen to Bar Rock Cafe. Get on to sassygamers.com and listen to more episodes. And become a patron. I'll read your cards. Do it. Patreon.com slash Bardrock Cafe. Till next time.